What's happening, friends? Welcome to Tuesday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Over on the phone lines, let's see who we have. Marsha in Indiana is up first. Hi, Marsha. Welcome to the show. So, a few weeks ago, I got a new car. My husband took my old car. He had an old truck he wanted to get rid of, but he didn't really want to sell it. He wanted to donate it to somebody that could really use it. So, we debated about what to do. A couple days later, I hear tell me something good about cars for heroes. And my husband called him. A week later, they picked up his truck. So, now it's going to a vet who can... Believe it. Wow. So, and was that Eddie's tell me something? <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah. And so you heard that on the yeah. air, and then what did you do? Did you call your husband? Did you go, hey, we, here's something we can do? Well, that night when I got home, I said, hey, I was listening to Bobby Bone, and there was a tell me something good about cars for heroes. They take cars, they fix them up, they donate them to veterans who are down on their luck and need a vehicle. And so that next day, he called them. About a week later, they came and picked up his truck. Come on. Wow, that's so cool. Hey, good for you, Marsha. Like that, we applaud you mostly. And also, nice job, Eddie. Yeah, hey, sometimes we just read those good news stories and they're like, whatever. Maybe people listen, maybe they're not. It turns out they are. I felt that way about the whole show. I'm like, (laughs) I don't know. Maybe people listening, maybe they're not. That's so cool. Hey, Marsha, appreciate that. Hope you have a great morning. Tell your husband we say hello, too. I will. Thank you. All have right. A good day too. That is inspiring to us to know that there are things that we can talk about that actually affect life outside of this room that we all sit right. in, you know? Here is Cody in New Mexico. Cody, welcome to the Bobby Bone Show. Hey, I had a question. So Ray was talking about his bet for Trump. Did he ever get that money or no? I've I've almost tired of even talking about this, but I'm glad you asked, Cody. <laughs> Are let, me do it. let me do the 15-second <laughs> recap. Uh, when there were like four people left in the Republican side of the election almost five years ago, Ray bet pretty much his entire savings account, 1000 bucks, on Donald Trump to win. He won at 50 to 1 odds. He says he's owed $50,000 by this betting site. He didn't get the money after he won. Then he said he has to complete his term. He didn't get his money after he completed his term. Ray, we're uh, eh, six, seven months later. What's the deal? Yeah, I still haven't got the money. That's the update. I mean, I wish it was more positive. That's it. I haven't been given the check yet. They will cut it, though, very soon is what they've told me. <laughs> Who is they? And I thought you had an attorney. Well, no, no. I have an attorney. I definitely do. They, uh, they, <laughs> they wanted to take out the taxes, and I said, please take out the taxes. So that's the process we're in right now. I don't want to get 50000 I want to get 30000 with the taxes already taken out. Which is what's going to happen. I would rather have fifty and then pay the twenty right then, so at least I got my thirty. Then do what's happening here. I don't think you're getting the money. I think you've been pulling one over on us, and you have created a five-year segment that where you can continue continuously get called back in and go, "Hey, Ray, what's happening?" You're like, I don't know. You get more airtime. Is I that true? I, I wish I could say I was that smart that I created a segment that would go along five years. Even if I <laughs> lo- left the show, the segment would still continue. But I didn't do that. Do yeah, you I mean, promise re- on our relationship that you are owed? Oh wow! Yeah. His eyes got serious right there. The you're owed $50,000 by this... uh, I I can't even say it. (laughs) You're owed $50,000 by this website. Go ahead. Yes. You do? Yeah. And we have the betting ticket and everything like that, so... You're telling me... when You're not lying here. This is not a bit. You're owed $50,000. Well... When it happened, I said, I'm putting this $1,000 on it. I don't get why I would have made that up. I had no idea he was going to win the presidency. Who would have thought that in a million years? But you could have said that, and it's a funny bit. No, it's a funny bit because I would have looked like an idiot. I never in my wildest dreams thought he was going to actually win. Mm. Amy, what do you think? I mean, I I am hopeful that somehow, some way, Ray's going to get this money. But, I mean, I feel like maybe the money's gone. I do think he really paid it. You do think he actually made the bet. I'm now starting to think... 
He didn't make the bet. Oh, yeah, no. I Eddie? think he made no, it. No, no chance. I don't think he made the bet. I don't either. Cody, what do you think, buddy? Dude, I don't think he made the bet at all. <laughs> He's been five years. There's no way. He should have got the money by now. There's no way. Cody, appreciate that, bud. He does not have the money, though. All right, it's time to open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby. My son is almost 12 years old, and I've brought up the subject of an allowance before with my husband. We were raised very differently, and he thinks a kid should never be paid for doing chores and work around the house. We do buy him toys, video games here and there for you know, for what he's doing, especially if he's been extra helpful. But I think he should be compensated with actual money so he can learn the value of a dollar instead of just expecting things to appear for him. However, I do make a point to let him know that he's receiving this toy or gift because of the work he did. But I don't think that's enough. How do you feel about an allowance for kids? Any advice on what the amount of money should be for a 12-year-old? Thanks. Lauren. I think, though, this all comes down to, first of all, the money should be what you can afford. I didn't get an allowance because I grew up extremely poor. We were struggling to pay for school clothes and food. So I never got an allowance from home, but I did start working at like 10 years old, raking leaves and mowing yards. So, but I do think an allowance, if you can do it, it's great. I think you actually learn the value of a dollar based on what you're supposed to do. Like the job, you go in, Eddie knows he's got to come in, he's got to edit videos, he's got to do stuff on air, he's got post show. And if he does that, then he gets his allowance. <laughs> You're right. Like my paycheck. But if you didn't do it, eventually you would just not get that anymore because you would not work here That's anymore. That's right. So I think an allowance, if you can afford it, is a great system to actually teach a kid. Like, if you do this, this is what you make. This is the agreement we make before we do the allowance. This is what happens after. So I'm for it if you can afford it. What do you think? Oh, I am yeah, for allowance, but I do think that there's certain things that are expected of the kids. Is just like part of being... In this family, you're expected to do X, Y, and Z, whatever those chores are. And those chores don't make money. That's just, like, expected. And then there's stuff you can do on top of that that could give you the opportunity to earn an allowance. And then, yeah, I guess that depends on what you can afford to do. Do you do an allowance with your kids? Yeah, we do. If things, if there's things that are above and beyond, then we'll either do the thing where we do buy something, which I think that is equivalent to getting an allowance, or they actually get it, but they don't have a weekly regular thing. We tried that out with my kids and it just didn't, they both were so different. And it's interesting to see too, then how your kids end up being different with their money. My daughter hides her money all around the house and she saves it. She, and she finds a way for other people to pay for everything. So she's got a lot saved. My son is like spending everything. In fact, buying her things because she'll convince him to do that. And so then it's funny to see how they are. But hopefully by earning it, which they do at times, they learn the value of the dollar. Eddie, your oldest son's 13, so Mm -hmm. basically 12, close to that. What are your thoughts? I love the allowance system. I think that it's really taught them, especially my 13-year-old, exactly how to spend his money, how to make his money last, because he does get the allowance. But man, it's great. Like He now, because at the end of the month or whatever, he's like, oh, I want to go spend a little bit of my money that I've saved. And he wants to go to the dollar store. Back in the day, he wanted to go to Target. He wanted to be like, I'll spend $50 on that. Now it's like, I don't want to spend all of it because I know how much is coming in every month. So I'm a big fan of the allowance system, and it's worked for us. I think that's great, too, to actually know when you talk about the value of a dollar, like what things cost. Because if you're just buying them something based on what they're doing, you don't really learn that this is what it costs. If you're giving them money based on what they've done, here it is. And if you spend more than that, well, you don't get any more. Right. You're right. They're like, I'd rather go to the dollar store than uh-huh. the mall. But we're all advocates of it. 
listen, I never got an allowance, but I wish I would have. I would have dominated allowance. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You I'd have gambled it and, and played cards <laughs> at school. Because when I got to college, my grandmother trained me so good at playing cards. I was ready to go. I took everybody's money. I'd, I'd have been awesome. I'd have been throwing dice in the <laughs> hallway and mountain pine. Um, yeah, thank you for that. I, we all agree that uh, if you can afford it, that allowance is a good thing. And tell your husband, kick rocks. He <laughs> yeah. doesn't agree. Yeah. yeah. All right, that's the mailbag. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. All right, see if you can figure out which headlines are real and which are fake, okay? Okay. A former personal trainer and a son of the trainer lose a combined 295 pounds. Is that a real headline or a fake headline from the news today? <laughs> Combined, basically 300 pounds. Okay. Uh, real. Eddie? Yes, real. Are you both go real? Yeah. That is real. That's right. A former personal trainer that was led into unhealthy habits due to life changes has dropped an amazing amount of weight and is also helping his son get in shape. Marriage fell apart. Father died. Started a new career where he ate fast food regularly. Ended up at 443 pounds. Wow. He's lost about 150 pounds. His son also lost about 150 pounds and did it together. That's a feel-good, inspiring story. Mm -hmm. All right, real or fake? A landmine-detecting rat retires after years of service. (laughs) Oh, that's such a scary job for him. A landmine-detecting rat retires after years of service. Real or fake, Amy? I mean, real. I hope it's real. It's so cute. Eddie? It's so out there that it's got to be real. That's real. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome, too. After five years of service detecting landmines in Cambodia, an African giant pouched rat wow. named Magawa is retiring. <laughs> During his career, Magawa detected 71 landmines as well as dozens of other unexploded items. He's still on the job for a few more weeks. Oh. This is a movie. <laughs> oh, no. So it could. So it could. Oh, it could be oh, bad. Oh, no. So what's he doing? Going to Florida now? Uh, <laughs> Yeah, the keys. Miguel. Yeah. <laughs> get, get a place in the keys. Uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson has been cast to play Ronald Reagan in a new adventure movie. Nice. Dwayne The Rock Johnson has been cast to play Ronald Reagan in a new adventure movie. What? He doesn't look anything. No, no, it's fake. I mean, it looks nothing like him in a Ronald Reagan adventure. Ah, fake. But I thought the rule was it's so crazy, it's got to be true. I know, no, this that is like, then it makes sense. This is like. Well, let's make it sound so crazy yeah. that you think it's real, but it's not. Okay. That is fake. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Got two more. A fitness guru is gaining followers because of her all-pear diet plan. All pears all the time. Oh, the fruit the pear. The fruit pear. Mm. A fitness guru is gaining tons of followers because of her all-pear diet plan. Is that a real or fake? Amy? I mean, I believe it. Real. No, pears, this is not a diet thing. I mean, people follow weird things like that, but I'm going to say, no, it's fake. One of you's right. Well, yeah, I hope so. <laughs> it is fake. Yeah! All right, one more. Hot beekeeper stung by fellow female beekeeper on TikTok. Does that even make sense? Hot beekeeper? Hot beekeeper stung by fellow female beekeeper on TikTok. Stung like slang for something else? I don't think so, Amy. Our code. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm going to go real on that. <laughs> I don't know what it means. Yeah, I, I think feel it's, like two I think, I'm thinking hot beekeeper. It's like Halloween. You know how they have sexy yeah, cops, librarian? Nurses. It's a beekeeper who looks like that, who doesn't wear all the gear, but is sexy. Okay. And stung by <laughs> fellow female beekeeper. 
What is happening? Okay. It, is that real or fake? That's, it's so real. Amy? Real. Okay. It's real. Yep. A Texas beekeeper that's gone viral on TikTok is catching some heat from other beekeepers over how she does her job. Erica Thompson has 6 million followers on TikTok. Oh, wow. Regularly posts videos on the platform showing her dealing with bee swarms dressed in, well, no protective gear. Oh, mm. probably like a bikini or something. <laughs> Los Angeles beekeeper Friday Chamberlain has attacked Thompson on Twitter saying she's setting a dangerous precedent and accused her of faking her videos. Hater. She's getting followers. Yeah, six million of them. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, I'm looking at her now. She just chills. She's like, she's like a little tank top. She hot? You know, I prefer not to say. <laughs> Smart. Smart. No man. comment. <laughs> All right, there you go. Faker. Eddie, you win Faker Real. All right. All right yeah. There's no prize. <laughs> Whatever. It's I'll early in the morning. Bragging rights. There you go. Bobby Bones. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. Garth Brooks loved being in the audience at the Kennedy Center Honors. What was really cool is if you do this for a living, you're also a fan, right? So what I've missed in the pandemic is going to concerts. I got to sit out there in the crowd, stand up, sing along. I have never, ever got to be in the crowd for Friends in Low Places, ever. This was fantastic. Matt Ramsey of Old Dominion revealed the magic behind their latest song, I Was on a Boat That Day. We had this idea that it needed to sound like a party and needed to sound a little, you know, intoxicated. So we drank some tequila and went in and did our best little party dance song. The CMT Music Awards aired tomorrow night and some more performers were announced. Chris Stapleton will perform with her and Ingrid Andrus will perform with J.P. Sachs to premiere a new collaboration. Watch on CMT tomorrow night at 8, 7 p.m. Central Time. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. So little Bryson, he's eight years old, and he has a puppy named Bruce. Well, Bruce gets sick, takes him to the vet. Turns out he has parvo. And the family is like, unfortunately, we just don't have money to pay for these vet bills. But Bryson says, "Uh uh-uh, I've been collecting Pokemon cards, so I want to sell the real good ones I have so we can pay for these vet bills. He does. He pays for it. Well, guess what? Pokemon finds out about this, and they say, "Uh uh-uh, we're going to send you some packs of cards, so hopefully we can replace the good ones that you you sold. Oh, good. Mr. Pokemon heard about it? Yeah, Mr. Pokemon and the card company. That's pretty cool. Isn't that cool? So yeah. I don't know what was in the packs, but hopefully he got maybe even more money that was deserved. Probably like a limited edition. <laughs> yeah, signed autograph copies <laughs> from <What> Mr. Pokemon. <laughs> Sweet little kid, too. Mm-hmm. When we were, our dog that we have now, we were fostering her for a little bit before we made the adoption official, and she had Parvo, like she had, the, like the first night we had her, it was awful, and we had to take her to the ER. She almost died, and then they That's called right. us. you sold your Pokemon cards. No, I remember that. Good job, they, Amy. No, but it was awful because she had interacted that was when I lived next door to TJ Osborne from Brothers Osborne. And I had to go around to all my neighbors and be like, is your dog vaccinated? Because it interacted with our dog. And we just found out this dog we're fostering has parvo. And it was it was so embarrassing to have to like go knock and reve- tell someone that. And luckily, they were cool about it. They're like, yeah, we don't know, but we're, we're good. It's probably fine. And luckily, it was. Because it ain't your <laughs> fault. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't my fault. It's like, we're just fostering. But anyway, cool story. That's a great story. Yeah. That's what it's all about right there. That was Tell Me Something Good. Amy's fascinated with birds. It has become her new hobby, her new obsession, and she has asked for a bird minute today. So you have 60 seconds, and only 60 seconds, to talk about birds. Here we go. And now it's time for Amy's bird minute. 
This isn't my happiest bird minute ever because I was attacked by a bird downtown walking along the street. And I don't know if it it looked like maybe a crow. I'm not quite sure. It wasn't there long enough for me to identify. And of course, I closed my eyes and was like flailing my arms about. Why'd you get attacked by a bird? I have no idea. Were you walking with worms in your hand? No. I mean, I would love if a bird came and just landed on me. And maybe that's what it was trying to do. <laughs> Failed attempt. To get crow I'm was tr- trying to land on your shoulder. I'm trying to send those you know, bird vibes out anytime. But I mean, I didn't even think I was near birds. I was in between big buildings and a bird just like swooped down near me and it freaked me out. Like I also thought, is this a bat? Like, why is this doing this? And then it carried on. Like we, I went on with my day, but that was my, my closest encounter to a bird ever since my bird fascination. And it, it, it's like it was attacking me. Why? Why? I I was just walking along. I have no idea. It just like came and like and then anything I had in to your like, hands. No, nothing in my hands. Cotton candy. Be no. honest. I had snacks in my purse. Oh, mm. what kind? Bird feed. She's eating it now <laughs> to try to become one with the birds. Maybe, maybe I just have bird seed like smell lingering on me because I'm constantly replenishing my feeder. I have no idea. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. Amy. A close encounter, and it didn't go so well. Thank you. And that was Amy's Bird Minute. By the way, Amy thinks she has a tail. You know, you know no, she I has do. a tail bone. Sure, we all do. We all do, but she thinks she has a, her bone comes out hard, more than other people. Mm-hmm. So she constantly hurts her tail. Yeah, my tail. Yes, my tail part, my tail of my tailbone. Like in yoga, I noticed years ago, I never knew I was different at all. I thought I just couldn't do certain moves that other people could do. Like if you rock back and forth, like from your back up to your legs, like I couldn't, or like boat pose, that always hurt me so bad. Like I would have to get up and be like, ow, ow. Well, and I was at a water park and going down one of these slide things and we're, I'm in a tube though. So my butt's kind of like hanging down and hitting it. And then I went over this bump and my tail hit the bump and it hurt so bad. So okay. And nobody else, like nobody else in my family had the issue. Can you see it protruding from your butt? Kind of a little bit, but you can feel it. And I have felt other people's just to see. That's weird. I know. And though I know it seems weird. Laugh, laugh if you want. But you think you have an extra long tailbone that looks like a tail? I feel like, or it didn't tuck under correctly, or something happened to it. Now, when I was in maybe second or third grade, I was going off this slide and fell and landed and hurt kind of my tailbone area. It was really scary. I had to go. My mom had to pick me up. I had to go to the doctor in the middle of school. But I, I wonder if that's like an injury, like it bumped the tail. I don't know. And I have lower back problems. I don't know if it's related. I could just be marrying all this stuff together and it's unrelated. And I was just born with a little teeny tiny tail. So what's the weird thing about your body? Let's go around the room. Oh, like it's like, oh, man, this is a- like me. I have these on top of my shoulders. I was always so skinny as a kid and they're still here. Like my shoulder blades like pop out like Amy's tail does yeah. of my shoulders. Yeah, and not so I was always that. embarrassed to take my shirt off around people. So I was a kid at the pool swimming with a shirt on because I had these little bones coming out of the top of my shirt. I still do. I don't hate it as much anymore because I don't care that much. But that's the weird thing. Also, my th- I have an extremely double-jointed thumb. Hmm. My right <laughs> eye doesn't work. I'm colorblind. My head is massive. I got a lot of physical things now that I kind of list them out that's, that's, <laughs> that makes me special, not... Yeah, I mean, I'm special. I go with that. I'm okay with my tail. Amy has a tail. Eddie? Uh, I just have vitiligo on my face, like little white spots on my chin, but that's that came later in life. I didn't have to deal with that as a kid, thank goodness. But as an adult, I'm like, whatever, it's part of me. Did kids make fun of you for anything as a, physically as a kid? No, I had big ears. I, I, I mean, I was hairy. 
You know, oh. so like a lot of kids, like Ninja Turtles and Splinter, the rat was big then, so they'd call me Splinter and like <laughs> stuff like that. But. Oh man, kids are awful. <laughs> Ray, what was your, was your body weird? Well, I'm double jointed, so I can bend all my fingers back for the video <gasps> here. And touch the oh oh my god! Whoa, 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 whoa. That's wow! Crazy. Yeah, I know it's awesome. What a party trick! Ray can take the, his finger and bend it all the way back. Yeah, all Ooh. of them. Uh, for the most part. Oh! Oh, man. Oh, 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 I've never man. seen that before. <laughs> That's crazy. And then I also have little pieces of skin on top of my eyelids, so people always be like, oh, you have something in your eye. And I'm like, no, 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 it's a piece of skin that's just there. They're called styes. <laughs> your fingers are, di- are disgusting. I know. That's awesome. Yeah. Lunchbox? Well, it's hard to find something wrong with perfection, but the uh, <laughs> only thing that I can think of is I can't touch my shoulders. Like if <laughs> That's you just, huge. Yeah, yeah can. and I can't pat myself on the back. His so. arms won't touch. Can you do your opposite arm? Yeah, I can do my opposite arm. Like in elementary school, the teacher would always say, oh, pat yourself on the back. And I was so self-conscious because everybody would just take their right arm and pat their right shoulder. And I'd look around, make sure no one was looking. I'd take my right arm and pat my left shoulder because I couldn't do it. You ever seen him eat, too? Like he holds... I can't, yeah, he holds like the fork like a shovel. He can't. What? What's happening there with your arm? I, I don't know. It's just the way I was born. It's hereditary because my grandpa can't do it. My dad can't put do it. Put your palms up. I can't. can't do it. He put can't my put his palms in the air like right. flat. Like, like give us money. Right. Yeah, I can't do that. I have to turn my whole body to the side. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's not joking. I know. I try to turn it. It won't turn. Morgan, you anything weird? No, I have a mole on top of my head that whenever I get my haircut or hairstylist have to do, it like catches on the comb. Oh. So oh. it like hurts a little bit. But Interesting. It's just there. It just exists. That Nobody ever sees it. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, just, ima- just imagine you're a dude and you're running your hands through her hair and you get stuck on this nasty big mole. Oh. <laughs> Lunchbox. That's disgusting. Yeah. Hey, thank you all for being vulnerable here. I was going to say nobody making fun of anyone, but then Morgan just took it. Morgan I just took the brunt of it. On the phone right now, we have Lori in Connecticut. Lori, how are you? Awesome. Um, since I love you on Dancing with the Stars, can I ask you a good question about that wedding? Sure. Well, I'd like to know if you taught anybody your famous moves from Dancing with the Stars, even with Caitlin. People are asking if we're doing some special dance for our wedding, and we are not. I mean, we'll just get out and do the first dance like anyone else does. I guess I don't know any of that stuff anymore. It's like... Had, studying Spanish in college, and you had to do it just because. It, and then you, ten years later, you're like, I don't really remember much. Oh, you did bust out one of your signature moves at the wedding. At Mike D's wedding, I, I did throw out a little jive, <laughs> but then I grabbed a hamstring right afterward. <laughs> oh no! So I, I didn't teach them to anybody. I, I don't plan on doing anything. I don't remember anything. But what a great experience! I'll leave it at that. What a great experience Dancing with the Stars was. How about that? That's all good. right, all right. Thank you, Lori. All the time. All right. Bye bye. If you want to Airbnb Reba's old house, it'll cost you thirty three hundred bucks a night. Oh wow. That's a lot. It's a mansion. But how many people can it sleep? It better sleep the whole town. Right. (laughs) For thirty three hundred bucks. Country superstar Reba McIntyre lived in a mansion outside of Nashville with eight bedrooms. So you could do sixteen people. Wow. Two people in a bedroom. Seven bathrooms. A pool, horse stables, tennis courts, multiple courts, and you can rent it for thirty three hundred bucks a night. Man, that is crazy. You would spend that. I mean, I'm looking at it. The house is amazing. It's a monster. It's a mansion. It looks like you ever see the show Nashville? Yes. Yeah. Kind of looks like that type of house. Got the big pillars in front of it. It's a thirteen thousand square foot house. It has seventeen beds in it. It can sleep 30, it says. Oh. Even though there are eight bedrooms, it can sleep 30 people. 
It is on 83 acres. Mm. Uh, Hannah Ellis and Nick Wayne recently got married there. They're country musicians. There are 16 stall horse stables, a five stall barn, a spa, a hot tub, an elevator, an eight car garage. Elevator. Mm-hmm. She put it up for sale in 2016 and asked $7.9 million for it. <laughs> Jeez. I just can't imagine paying that kind of money for an Airbnb for no. a yeah. night. Well, if you have 30 friends, it's $110 each. I don't have 30 friends. Yeah, I don't either. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. They, there's a movie theater in it because it shows the people watching the the movie and they're having a great time. But if someone was like having a big birthday bash and they were a huge Reba fan. 3300 bucks is just too much money. No, though. I get it. Yeah. For but, a night? God, that'd be so cool though. I mean, it is. I mean, it's right on the water too. Like <laughs> there's somebody standing outside like canoeing on the water too. <laughs> That's cool. Some Yeah, just some businessman owns it now. But the house stays open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Um, you can go, I guess you can go look at it. I don't know. It just, I just can't imagine somebody paying for three nights, $10,000. It's crazy. To go and stay there, even if you're a big Reba fan. Mm. We got an Airbnb for um, my bachelor party, and there are like 15 people there. That's a lot, huh? Yeah. And it wasn't near this. No. For, for 15 people. Mm-mm. And I was worried. I was like, hey, are people going to be able to sleep two to a room? Because we can-. And Eddie's like, yeah, man, we'll sleep like five to a room. Of course. Like Eddie went right back into college mode. Of course. He's like, man, we're, we'll sleep on top of each other. <laughs> it's a bachelor party. We'll, we'll get us a cot. We'll three on top. We're good. Yeah. If, any, gonna- if anyone's too good for that, get over yourself. I, I, I was like, I'll get my own room. <laughs> I'm, too, I'm not doing well, that. You're, you're the groom, so I'm you not, get your own I'm room. I'm not doing that. All right, let's check this voicemail from last night. Hey there, morning studio. I think it'd be a hilarious bit if y'all had lunchbox, do like online college or whatever, and get the last three credits for his degree. I'd love to hear the updates and finally see him get that degree. All right, love y'all. How about more than hilarious? It'd be pretty cool to watch you finish your degree. If you're three credits short. Yeah, it's one of the upper level classes, and they when back in the maybe it's changed, but back then they couldn't do it online. They said I had to do it in person. And I wasn't willing to drive back and forth two hours to campus. It was just too much. But what do you mean upper-level classes? Yeah, you know, like you can take your prereqs, like online, but this was like a case study, like where you were supposed to work in a group environment and couldn't do that online. And how long ago did you check? Uh, how many years? At least eight. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I, I asked our old boss for time off, and he so, said no. Amy, that's a, at least and ten. We, yeah, I mean, it was, a, it was a long time ago. And I feel like... Colleges had to shift a lot of things in 2020 to where I'm sure they haven't figured out to where you can do it online now. Why don't you just reach out and inquire? Yeah. Say, hey, I'm three credits short. Like, take this class online. Is there any possible way? Okay. Yeah, no, I mean, you're right. Times have changed. They may offer it online, but that's <laughs> it changed still. A lot. You haven't checked in 10 years. I know. <laughs> right. It, I mean, there's a lot of technology that makes it possible, like Zoom. <laughs> right. Okay. But, yeah. yeah. Exactly. I didn't think about that. Yeah, that just came to me. Can you imagine we could have a graduation party? Oh, wow. That'd be, that'd so, be so much fun. We'd be 40 years old graduating college. Yes. And we'll do a Tell Me Something Good. Yeah. Maybe make the news. Oh, now you're talking. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes the news itself, oh. but Maybe. It's still, you never know. Yeah. Like Can, radio host goes back and finishes three hours. I don't know that it's that exciting. Yeah. <laughs> she just ran it. Was, she just I tried it. Yeah, I know. I don't know. Headline, that that's a, but that but is good. It would be good for our <laughs> listeners, your kids, the whole thing. I think it would be good. So check it out and let us know, okay? All right. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So when it comes to fast food desserts, like Ooh. where... Do, a McDonald's apple pie is up there. Ooh. Really? Haven't yeah. had one of those in a long time, but you get that and it's warm. <laughs> 
what you do is you heat it up a little too hot and you let it come back down to being just right warm. Yeah, that's good. I like a Sonic Blast. Good one. Cinnamon twists. From Taco Bell. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, you're, you're, we're there. What, what do you spot. have? Well, Frosty, I think we're all big fans of Frosties from Wendy's and heads up. It's Frosty Friday, free Frosty Friday. And where every Friday in Wait, the month. Today's of, Tuesday. Every Friday oh. in the month of June, you can get a free Frosty. You just got to purchase something else and get then, another vaccine. Boom. <laughs> After you get your second vaccine, you get a free Frosty. No, but what I would suggest is you order a French, uh, order fries, and then you get the Frosty for free, and then you dip them in there. I've had a Frosty in a long time. Well, let's go, Friday. I do so like good. a Frosty. I don't think I go to Wendy's just for the Frosty, though. I think I need to go to Wendy's for something and then also get a Frosty. The Baconator? Well, but then it's, do you get a Frosty as a drink or as a dessert? <laughs> yeah, that's you, a good question. That, that was it, because you could eat a burger and then have a, a Frosty. Mm-hmm. It's just been a while. And now I think too, I'm too neurotic about it, so I'm going to pass. Thank you. What else? <laughs> Did you and Caitlin ever consider just eloping? Still considering it. Really? What? Well, in the way <laughs> we joke about it, where it's like, this wedding, it's, it's a lot. It's just a lot. And I'm not even handling it, really. Like, she's doing the work. But it, uh, yes, where I was like, let's just go get married and be done with it and just be married and not have to worry about the pressures or go get married and not tell anybody and then have the wedding. Or it was when we were thinking about having it in April, let's get married now in April and then just have the wedding in you know, like late, later this summer and then tell people afterward. Mm. So, but yes, why? Well, according to Google Trends, more people are looking to elope right now. The search for elopement is at an all-time high. And they think that a lot of people just had to postpone their weddings and then they had the extra time to really think about how much everything is and just getting everybody together. They're like, forget it. Let's just elope. All-time high. Yeah, I get it. And people are asking the Eddie about the wedding since you are my best man. Yeah. And you did get a suit fitted months ago mm-hmm. that if this walk that you're doing on the 20th, it's four or five-day walk, is going to affect your body. I don't think so. I think it's, if anything, it's going to make me fit more better into that tux. Because, I mean, I've, I've gained probably about like four pounds since I fitted. And so it fits good, but I mean, it's on the verge of being a little <laughs> too tight. So it'll help. All right. What else, Amy? So if you're a fan of Dolly Parton, I've got some good <laughs> news for you. She announced that she's working on a new bluegrass album, which will come out a little later this year. She's launching a brand new fragrance this summer, which I'm curious to see what that's going to smell like. And then she's building a new 302-room resort at Dollywood that's going to open in 2023. So that'll be fun. I mean, Dolly's going harder it. now at 75 <laughs> than she has. No, like if, well, if that's some motivation just to like. And Dolly doesn't have any kids. That's right. Mm-hmm. So she'll pass it down to who? As I slowly raise my hand. <laughs> that was Amy's pile of stories. Oh. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So this dad was out on his boat with his two kids, a seven-year-old son named Chase, a four-year-old daughter named Abigail, and they were just anchored the boat, swimming there, and they, the daughter lost grip of the boat. She ended up floating away. She got caught in like a current. So then the dad went after her, and then the son was like, oh, what do I do? They're floating away. So he's like, I got to get to shore and get help. It took him an hour to get to shore, but once he did, he ran to the nearest house and was able to get fire and rescue called, and they went out and were able to rescue the dad and the daughter. They were still able to be swimming and floating? Yeah. After the dad had time. a life jacket. Yeah. But the, and so, anyway, the, but they were out there. They were stuck, and they were rescued, but all because the seven-year-old boy yeah. 
Wow. He was able to make it to shore. I'm surprised he made that right decision mm-hmm. and not to go out after them. Like, think, I can save them. But he swam to... Wow, that's a great story. There yeah. you go. He said he was really scared um, and that he floated on his back a little to save energy and then would do doggy paddling to reach the shore. He'd switch back and forth, but... He have a life jacket, too. I'm, I'm assuming they all had life jackets. They just yeah. couldn't get back in. Yes. That's a good story. There you go. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. All right, let's go over to the voicemail line because they have a corny for us. Go ahead. Hi, guys. We are calling with a morning corny for Amy. Did you know a slice of pie costs two fifty in Jamaica and three twenty five in the Bahamas? These are the pie rates of the Caribbean. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> Say goodbye. Bye. <laughs> goodbye. You don't get that? Huh? No, explain it. Okay, so if a pie costs two fifty in Jamaica... And three twenty-five in the Bahamas. Those are both Caribbean islands. Uh-huh. Those are the pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, pirates! Oh. Got it. Got like it. pirates yeah, of the like Caribbean. Oh. <laughs> pirates okay. of the Caribbean. Okay, let's go to Amy. The morning corny. What do cannibals serve at the beginning of a dinner party? What do cannibals serve at the beginning of a dinner party? Handshakes. <laughs> <laughs> They eat people. Handshakes, like a milkshake? Yeah. At the beginning of a dinner party? Yeah, handshakes. Maybe it should be at the end of the dinner party. Maybe it should be like dessert Dessert. at the dinner party. But it's a play on like at the beginning you give a handshake, but But it's also milkshake. I like Pirates of the Caribbean better. (laughs) 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 All right, there you go. That was the morning corny. On the phone is Victoria, who is calling us from Tennessee. Hi, Victoria. Morning, studio. Morning. So my fiance and I are getting married at the end of July. We're huge fans of the show, and he religiously listens to Sore Losers. Um, and I was listening about how Ray had such a good time this weekend at Mikey's wedding. And I know, Bobby, that you just got engaged. Congratulations to an Oklahoma girl, Boomer Sooner. And um, we just wanted some advice on how we can party at our wedding with all of our friends, but still be respectful to our guests and especially, like, the older guests. Um, so if you have any advice on that or maybe like or something, we don't know. Yeah, I think that's tough, especially if you want to drink. I don't drink, so for me, this is not going to be an issue. Amy, you? Well, I mean, I think that I, they'll understand you're celebrating, like, but I think you'll want to remember the evening. So as the bride and the groom, like, have fun with your friends and have a few drinks, but definitely pace yourself and make sure you have food because the bride and groom never get to eat, really, because you're so busy talking to people. But I would say, yeah, just maybe set a limit or, you know, allow, like, have a drink and then have some water and then have a drink and go dance and then have some water and hang out with people. I think that everyone's going to understand you're celebrating and going to want to have a good time. Maybe you just go really hard at the end of your wedding, <laughs> right? Because you don't want to be— Towards the end, yeah. Because you do have to say hi and thanks to everybody who came. Basically a big meet and greet, right? What do you think? I mean, Amy's right. You just got to pace yourself. I haven't gone to a lot of weddings where the bride and groom are trashed. So, <laughs> yeah. so that's a good thing. Just pace yourself. I, Bones, I think getting drunk towards the end is probably a good idea, too. Like, if you really have to. Ray, at your reception after your wedding, is that what you guys did? Uh, I believe it was only a couple hour reception. That's the way we did it. Until you curb drinking, you'd only give them a couple hours to drink. <laughs> so you don't have all night. Yeah, Mike's was like six hours. It tr- leads to trouble. So you're saying you wouldn't have gone overboard if it was shorter. Yeah, I'd have left at my peak. Instead, I was on the downhill, and you guys saw me throwing those glow sticks. (laughs) Thank God it ended then. Victoria, thank you. Uh, Let's go to Tasha in Tampa, who wants to talk to us. 
Hey, Tasha, welcome to the Bobby Bone Show. What's going on? I just wanted to give you guys, like, a huge telephone hug to Eddie, to all of you guys. I'm a foster mom, and my husband and I have found here over, like, the last six months that there's not a lot of us around here anymore. And so it's really taxing on us because these kiddos really need a role model in their life. And But there's also not a lot of programs like um, Eddie's program that he is sponsoring the money for. And I just wanted to say thank you guys for doing all of that for all of us. I appreciate that call. I think Eddie appreciates it too. And only 12 days until his walk from West Virginia to Tennessee. Yes, yes, yes. Raising that money. Let's go. You're going to be pretty miserable those days. Oh, for sure. I think towards the end. I mean, because right now, the longest walk I've done on pavement is like six or seven miles or whatever. And I don't, I mean, I couldn't walk the next day. So I don't know how I'm going to do four days of that, but I'll get through it. Four days. So how many hours a day? It's about eight hours, about a work day. And so how many miles a day? Average is 20. Some days will be a little less. Some days will be just a little more. And what if your feet hurt so bad after day one that Mm -hmm. you don't? No, I'm going to try. I'm going to push through it. Because I know that I'm going to have to, just, as soon as I'm done, that's it. I won't walk probably ever again. So, Oh, so after this, you're retiring <laughs> from walking. Yeah, like by a wheelchair, never walk again. Got it. All right. Hey, thank you very much for the call. Let's do uh, Colleen in Kansas, who's on the phone right now. I'm a 911 operator in Kansas, and I can absolutely attest to the fact that people are acting like like they're um, kids who haven't been let out of the house all winter, and they're just losing it. They're getting in fights for no reason, being yeah. rowdier than usual. Like, it's like I live in a very small community, and you see it here even. I can't imagine what people who are cooped up really bad, like in cities and stuff. It's just crazy. So, you're noticing it just at your job that people are a bit crazier right now than ever before? Yeah, way more. Way more. All right. Well, I appreciate that call. Yesterday, I was talking about airplanes. People you know, charging the cockpit. And I'm like, yeah, everybody's feeling crazy. Basketball games. They're trying to fight players. Everybody's crazy right now. That's why I'm staying home until 2023. (laughs) (laughs) They did a survey and found out the things that Americans complain the most about. The top 10 answers are on the board. Lunchbox won the last round. He's also up first this round. Top 10 things that people complain about. Lunchbox. Yeah, it's easy. Your significant other. Show me significant other or spouse. Number one answer, one point. Which, by the way, people go, hey, why does it only get one point? Well, it's the easiest one to get. So you get one point, two points for the number two answer, three points, and so on. All right, Lunchbox, go ahead. Yeah, their job. Everybody talks about their job being terrible. Show me job. He might run away with this. Yeah, I told you. He complains a lot. I mean, he's the number one complainer. Of this whole show? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, go ahead, Lunchbox. Yeah, I mean, you want to talk about people complaining about things? The weather. Oh, it's too hot. It's too cold. Oh, it's raining. <laughs> Hate the weather. <laughs> show Sounds me like the weather. You. Number eight. <laughs> Big one. That yeah. is eight. Mm, that's eight. Things people complain about, Lunchbox. Yeah, um, guys, people driving it every day. Golly, the traffic is so terrible around here. Jeez, where are these cars going? Traffic. Show me. Traffic. No. Oh, what? Oh, boy. I totally thought that was there. Lunchbox got 14 points, though, so that's going to be Pretty tough. Pretty good. Eddie, over to you. We do three rounds all the way around. Name something 
that Americans complain the most about. This is kind of like traffic, but I hear people talk about it all the time. Did you see the price of the gas? It's so expensive. Give me price of gas. That'll be an X. I have that. That's good. Show me price of gas. Oh, no. Americans? Huh. Amy? Okay, well, go in a different direction here, and I'll say working out. Go ahead, say lunch. I, I don't know what next. you're complaining about. Show me working I'm, out. People are <laughs> like, I don't want to work out. I'm so tired. I'm so old. Oh, blah, 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 blah. I got you. Okay, well, you guys did terrible. Mm-hmm. Let's go back to Lunchbox. Lunchbox. I don't know. Top it, 10 answers on the board. There are seven left. Name something Americans complain about. Oh, yeah, guys. In-laws. Come on. Oh, the in-laws are coming. Terrible. Do you do that when yours are coming? Yep. Do you yell terrible? <laughs> I, I don't know if I yell terrible, but I'm like, ah, my mother-in-law's going to flirt with me this weekend. All right, right. show me in-laws. Number two answer. There he is. Yeah. Oh, man. This one. You don't bring this up at the Thanksgiving dinner table. You know why? Because everyone has an opinion. It's politics. Everybody complains. Show me politics. Wow, 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 wow. No one's ever swept a whole category. No, no, no. So far, Lunchbox has got 22 points, and he's got five out of the ten. Yeah, as a parent, to other parents... You complain about your kids. Show me kids? What? Wow. At number three, it's kids. <laughs> okay. I mean, I get it, but. How many more are left, Bones? Uh, four. Four. Still enough points to catch up, but it'd okay. be tough. Okay. Well, I mean, I am out of things on this list, but. Go from the heart. Yeah. You're going to complain about the annoying neighbor. Ooh, ooh, no, no, no. Yeah. Oh, my neighbor. Oh, my gosh. My old neighbor. Oh, you need to trim that tree there. You're parking wrong. Your, your car's crooked. Just stay out of my business. Everybody has that nosy neighbor you complain about. Show me complaining about your neighbor. Oh! What? At number wow. 10. And number 10. How is that? He's so good at this. All right, this. Lunchbox, you have three left. Can you run a category? It's never do- never been done. Hmm. Oh, I know. Everybody complains about this. Everybody. I am so tired. Lack of sleep. Show me lack of sleep. Oh. That was a good one, though. Eddie? Okay. I'm going to go with... How other people spend their money. You hear it all the time. Like, oh my, did you see what so-and-so bought? It's ridiculous. Those Kardashians. Ridiculous. Show me money. Yeah! Let's go! That's uh, number seven. Also, something that I feel Lunchbox missed out on because he complains about it all the time, it's food service. The server at the restaurant. They're taking too slow. They gave me a Cobb salad instead of my wife. Whatever. Food service. Food service. Uh, Incorrect. All right, one round, speed round left. Amy, you're not on the board. You have zero points. Go uh, ahead. Uh, laundry. Laundry. Show me doing laundry. Uh, no. Okay. Wow. Lunchbox. Oh, man. Um, Let's just say delays. Show Travel me delays. delays. Uh, Eddie. All right, I got it. Sporting events. Did you see that dumb game last night? Oh, so stu- The call the ref made? Oh. So dumb. Show me sporting events. Uh, no, that's incorrect. Oh. Your other answers were at number four, people complain about their friends. Okay. Oh. 
And at number nine, Bills. Oh. Ah! Bo with 35 points. Lunchbox, this is the category made for him. And you guys say complaining gets me nothing. <laughs> yeah. You got yeah, you a win here. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we have two dogs and Eller, the dog we adopted uh, probably four or five months ago. She's been going, she's been in heat, which has been extremely difficult because we had her scheduled to go and be fixed. And then she went into early heat, if that's a thing. So she's, uh, she's bouncing all over the place, bleeding. It's just, she can't be around Stanley. It's been a thing. She finally has... She's okay now to come out into the house because we have her in the yard and in a room that has a doggy door. And occasionally we'll bring her in, kind of acclimate her, but she can't be near Stanley the Bulldog or she goes crazy. Well, somehow she got the door open and we're in the bedroom and she gets the door open, comes in the living room, her and Stanley just are going at it. And we're like, great. So I go and I grab her and Ella grabs Stanley. Oh, no, wait, Caitlin grabs Stanley and Ella jumps onto our bed and just pees all over our bed. Oh, just no. at, gross. And she's pretty good about not peeing places, but she's wacko quacko right now. Yeah. Because whatever heat is, it ain't good. <laughs> and so she pees all over the bed. And so the, it, it goes all the way through the comforter, oh. down into the mattress. Mm. I know. And so from peeing the bed as a kid, I did until I was about eight or so, I used to see my grandma take baking soda and dump it all on the spot because it was it would absorb some of the pee. Yeah. So, and this is like nine o'clock at night too. So I'm like, we can't go, we can't sleep in this bed. And so dump baking soda on it. And Kaylin and I go and we're like, well, we're going to have to stay in the guest room because all of our stuff is messed up. All the the, the comforter that smells like dog pee. But how do you get it out? Because I did the baking soda and this morning I mixed up vinegar and Dawn and you have to blot it, but it still isn't all the way out yet. And so we're dealing with a mattress that smells like pee that we don't feel comfortable hopping back in right now. Amy, you would talk about the issues you would have with your son a little bit. Oh, yeah. I mean, you. well, we put down special pads. But the first time, sure. like, how do you get out the of the first mattress? Time, oh, well, I guess I always put down the, I have water protective pads. Like, that was something that was told to me right away. Oh, so early? But you wouldn't know that. Yeah. But I, I'm going to look, if somebody else might have a tip, but I'm going to look something up from when my dog used to pee. There was this TV infomercial of this urine be gone. Well, we have your we have every kind of dog stain be thing. Gone doesn't work, but it's just in oh. a mattress. Yeah, it's tough, man. I, I hate to. I, I want to give you good. Oh news. no, don't say burn the mattress. I want to give you good news, but as someone has four kids and deals with this a lot, I mean, it's just is what it is. And sometimes I use it as like you're gonna have to sleep in it. Then if you're gonna keep peeing in your bed. You're gonna have to sleep in it. Have because, you done that with your kids? Uh, one of them, yeah. And, and it helped too. It was just like okay, well, I don't want it to smell like this all the time. So he slowed down a little bit. But I mean. We've tried the baking soda, urine be gone, the vinegar stuff, all that. But I think inevitably it's just in there. in it? Yes. Do you ever, because sometimes I'll almost pee the bed still, where I'll wake up and go, wait, what? No, I still will. I'll like catch myself going, (laughs) like like it's just about to start. (laughs) Do you guys ever do that? No. No. You just hold it in your sleep naturally? Yeah. Or I I wake up and then I'm like, okay, got to go. No, yeah, I get that. Sometimes I do that too, but sometimes in my dream, I'm starting to pee. And then, and then I'm like, <gasps> and then I catch it. Right, but I'm talking, I'm right on the, I'm on the edge <laughs> of peeing. And then I stop it. And I like cut it. Nothing? No. No, no. adult. Did I have any adults in here? No. no. Right. I mean, one night when I was drunk, but that I'm was a sure long time I'm sure you're not ago. alone in that, though. And I don't have a pee the bed in 
I mean, 20 years. 20 years? 40. I probably oh, wow. accidentally did as a teenager a couple times. It didn't just go away. Like, I think there's something that's sure. not right with me physically. And so after I, like eight or nine, I finally was able to stop with my own. But then I'm sure I did it a couple times yeah. after that. You guys can laugh, whatever. Um, this no. is a physical thing that <laughs> no, people I have to deal with. No, I just didn't know if you, you were doing the math. You all got a little laughy at <laughs> yeah, me there. No, I said you're not alone in this. Mm-hmm. I just didn't know if you were doing the math because 20 years would make you 20. And you know what? I probably peed a couple 21. times in college. No, no, okay. don't say that. And in that's college? okay. Oh, boy. Hey, that's okay. <laughs> that's all right. Uh, this woman matched and won a million bucks on a lottery. Um, and then all of a sudden... Peter's she was, out. She was pumped. She was, okay, see? Can't even get vulnerable. That's what happens on this show. Amy, come on. No, That's funny said, though, Amy. No, she was excited. Okay, go ahead. You used to jump on a trampoline and pee. That's I still do. Yeah. I'm not gross. used to. No, I tripped the other day. <laughs> oh, you did? <laughs> Why'd you say you that You're making fun of me. I'm not making you are, you all fun of you. You all laugh. No, I never made fun of you. <laughs> you if all we can't laugh, laugh at... Each ourselves and our, each other. Anyway, as we tell a story about how she wins a million bucks in the lottery and then she's pumping gas when she realizes it and just drives off with the gas pump. Oh, in the car. oh. yeah. She's, now she has to spend all of her money fixing that gas tank. Oh, no. Yeah. Eh, just a gas pump. I've driven off with it in the you have? In one, one time. Oh, boy. Yeah, I had to pee real bad. Scores. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. This couple's getting married and they put their wedding invitations. In the mail, and they're like, all right, let's send them off. Normal postage. But what they didn't realize was because they're like fancy wax envelopes, they needed extra postage, some kind of wax seal on them. Well, the post office was like, well, we can't mail these. It's not enough postage. They put them back in their P.O. box and just sat there thinking they would come back, open their P.O. box, see them, take them, put more postage on them. Well, they never went back and looked in their P.O. box. So this postal worker was like, this bo- they're just sitting here. No one's getting these invites. They're just sitting here. And so he paid for the extra postage. Oh, wow. Put them all in the mail himself. <laughs> That's cool. They got sent out. When the bride to be heard what he'd done, she got choked up. They tried to repay Mayton, the, you the know, mailman. mailman, for the postage, but he refused. Here's a clip of Edward Lee Mayton about why he did this good deed. Yeah, and that's just what we do, not just because we're supposed to do it, but just, I mean, this is the valley. This is Wasilla. It's just, we take care of each other out here. Who knew you had to pay extra postage for like a fancy wax Didn't covering know that. in an envelope yeah, though? Know. Is it because it's heavier? Yeah, I guess the wax makes it just a little heavier mm. than regular postage. Dang, who doesn't check their P.O. box? <laughs> People with P.O. Like, boxes. Like what if you get a mail? What if you get another mail though? I'd yeah. like to shout out Edward Lee Mayton. That's awesome. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. If you're watching us live, you'll see us in our Pimp and Joy shirts. They are the red, white, and blue. Part of it is our sweat sweatshirts are today. Um, but tomorrow they go on sale. And it's all to raise money for Army Sergeant Jerry Majedic, who we're going to talk to tomorrow, who served 20 years. He was struck by an IED. He got shot. He's went through so much. And what we're trying to do is build him a home that is specially made for him. So as far as buying the Pip and Joy stuff, we don't keep any of it. Any of the money, it all goes to the cause. And you may not even have your mind made up yet. But I would just hope and encourage you to listen tomorrow morning at 830 730 Central, because Army Sergeant Jerry Majetic will be on with us, and I'm very excited to share his story with you guys. So just as a heads up there, that will be happening tomorrow. Both the talk with him and the sale of our red, white, and blue Pimp and Joy line. 
We also have hats, which Eddie's wearing today. Oh, man. Yeah. These, I think these came out originally, like, what, six years ago? Red, white, and, and blue. Yeah. Hard to keep. I've been waiting to get this back, so I'm so happy right now. I know. They sold out. Yeah, I think it was about five years ago. And even, <laughs> yeah, Eddie and I were talking about how we didn't even have one anymore because everyone would always take it. So we're excited to have Yeah, very back. limited edition. So be sure bobbybones.com tomorrow. Set your phone alarm, and you guys hop in if you would like. All right, let's go over and do the news. Bobby's Big Stories. You'll be able to add your driver's license to your iPhone in select states, starting with the iOS 15 operating system. A new feature that Apple is rolling out for the Wallet app will allow some to add their driver's license or their state ID. The feature is scheduled to launch this fall, will only be available in select states. The app will allow you to scan your ID and, like other cards, will be stored securely and will be encrypted. All the information that is typically found in a driver's license or ID, such as a photo, legal name, birth date, etc., will be stored. Amazing. But I think so, too. And some people are freaking out because they're like, oh, they got, that's more privacy. They already know. Yeah. They might as well make it easier on us. That's mm-hmm. what I was about to say. What? And- it's just a little worry. I worry that they're going to have my ID. Now they're going to steal my identity. If they wanted to do that, they would have already done that. Like, when I go through my pictures, I got, like, five pictures of my driver's license in my phone anyway. (laughs) I do, too. Because people are like, hey, can you take a picture of your driver's license and send it over for this or that? And I'm like, yeah, sure. So it's like, I go through my pictures, I got driver's license, I got insurance cards, I got my butt. There's a lot of pictures (laughs) on there. But for someone who loses their ID, Amy, or or things like that, I think it's great. No, I mean, that would be super helpful. I didn't have my ID for almost two years. Do you have your driver's license now? I, got, I just got it like three weeks ago. Because yesterday, Caitlin and I were driving around. And she goes, I don't know why, it just hit me. Amy's driving my car. She doesn't have a driver's license. No, I do now. Okay. I, I always had it. But I was trying to figure out how to avoid going in to take a new picture. I lost it like two summers ago. But you didn't have it for over you a year. You were driving dirty for two years? I wasn't driving dirty. Well, first I of all, a- that means driving with drugs. Oh, riding that- dirty is riding with drugs <laughs> in the okay, car. Well, so- first of all, I think You guys I- heard a song and now you just <laughs> yeah, yeah. use terminology that doesn't even make sense. I think I only got pulled over maybe once during the time and he let me go, so... It's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And but you I have did, one now. I do. Show me. Show me. Show, show me. me. Okay, show I'll show me. you. Why are you fun. yelling show me, Amy? You're yeah. the me. Yeah. You're the- <laughs> I don't know, but I am so proud of this. Let's see. It's not even paper because I had a paper one for a while, too. That was. There it is. She has her driver's yeah. license again. So it's legit. All you have to do is like go online and just get, they'll send you another one. I was <laughs> yeah. like, well, that would have been helpful to know. Also in the news, a woman dies after a security guard poses as a doctor and performs surgery. What? Whoa. Another country, right? Is that what you think, Eddie? For sure. Is For that sure. what you yeah, think? Yeah, 100%. No, stuff like that happens here. Where is it at? 80-year-old Shamima Begun died Sunday, two weeks after a man pretending to be a doctor attempted to treat her back wound at a public hospital. Where? Former security guard, <laughs> and they it. say it, met with the family, took payment from them for the surgery before heading to the operating theater to put her under the knife. The hospital claims the security guard was fired two years ago for trying to extort money from the patients, but it's said to have had a history of impersonating a doctor that made house calls. It doesn't say what country. Okay. Hold on, hold on, Mike, because my story doesn't. Yell it out. Where? Pakistan. Knew it. Okay. No, it do- like y'all remember Doctor Death. By don't the way, you? this story's awful, and I'm just laughing yes. that that they were debating on what country it was. Go ahead. Y'all don't remember Doctor Death, like from Texas? Yeah, but that guy went like and moved up the ranks as someone who lied, right? Listen, I mean that's crazy. He was performing back surgeries on people, and he Ugh. should not have been. Doctor Death, though, didn't he have some sort of medical history? 
Yeah, I think a little bit. N- nowhere near what he should have had. And he was like, just, I don't even know, just having surgery on people for fun. I don't know, like in his brain, what the heck he was doing, but it's tragic. Finally, an adventurer, 44 years old, was attempting to break the world record by kayaking 2,400 miles from San Francisco to Honolulu in 64 days. Whoa. Just think about that that line, that track. That's that's longer than West Virginia to Tennessee. <laughs> yeah. Much I mean, that could have been the song. <laughs> I'm carrying your love with me from San Francisco down to Honolulu. <laughs> Honolulu. Uh, 64 days. Wow. And so it had to be rescued 70 miles into the trip because a violent storm attacked. Yeah. Don't you just think you're going to hit some violent storms on that? Yes. In, in that amount of time? Listen, I love that she set a goal and was just, let's go. But also, do you have to have somebody ch- like chasing you, following you the whole time? Do you have to have like, a scuba steve for when Eddie walks? <laughs> right. Because mm-hmm. tra- I guess you don't want to get out on the ocean. Well, I would think maybe there was like a boat trailing her somewhere like sure. that had food and supplies. Because you can't fit that much on a kayak for 64 days. And do you get to get out and do number one and number two? I guess number one, you'd be fine. Maybe number two, you would too. You just throw it in the water. Yeah, I guess <gasps> so. But where do you sleep? I don't know. Do you pull the boat out and sleep in? That's just a lot of questions. We need to start this over because now I have so many questions. <laughs> uh, they were hoping to reach it in 64 days to break a world record. Two days into it, uh, did not work out. Helicopter had to come in and rescue her. Oh, man, two days in. That I know. hurts. <laughs> I know. You're like, dang it. Uh, all right, that's the news. Thank you. Those were Bobby's Big Stories. Let's go over and talk to Stephanie in Arkansas. Stephanie, thank you for calling the show. What's going on? Hey, Bobby. I was just listening to you earlier about your dreams about wetting the bed and stuff. I do the same exact thing. And if I take sleeping medicine, I'll have even weirder dreams than I'm sitting on the toilet. I'll just be standing up next to my bed taking a pee. Yeah, that's I'll have to wake up real quick. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for me, I can definitely see that because I, in my dreams, I start to go, start to go pee. And I'm like, oh, I have to wake up and grab it real quick. Yeah. It's like I'm catching it. It's like mm-hmm. I'm chasing after somebody one step ahead of me. And if I'm not careful, they'll run away. Wow. And by run away means I'll pee the bed. Right. right. <laughs> and I admitted, you know, I opened up, I was vulnerable earlier in the show. And I was like, I haven't peed the bed in like 20 years. <laughs> and everybody starts to go doing the math. They were like, you were 21, 20 years ago. Uh, but yeah, no, I feel you. I'd, I'm not even going to laugh at you, Stephanie, because I, I struggle with the same thing. So thank you for sharing that. Absolutely. All right, Thanks see you later. <laughs> She's a little happy about her yeah. sister than I am. <laughs> Let's go over and talk to Lauren in Tampa, Florida, who has called the show. Hey, Lauren, what's going on with you? Morning, studio. Morning. Hey, I just wanted to call and endorse the Pimp and Joy apparel. Because I, last time you guys were selling, I bought the coral hoodie with the white lettering. And I honestly just did it more for the cause. But it was really, really good quality. And it's actually my favorite hoodie. And it fits me incredibly well. I'm really tall. And so it doesn't make me boxy, which is amazing because a lot of clothes fit wide instead of long. And it is super soft on the inside. So it's actually my favorite hoodie. And I just wanted to call and let everyone know in case they were on the fence that it's actually really good quality in addition to a good cause. Well, thank you for that call. That's yeah. right. We ain't shipping no garbage out. <laughs> That's so awesome. But I tomorrow, eight thirty, seven thirty Central, our 4th of July themed Pimp and Joy line. And it ain't for us. It's for Army Sergeant Jerry Majedic, who was hit with an IED. Has had, what, 80 surgeries? 82. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Uh, we're going to talk to him tomorrow. Our goal as a show, the B-Team Unite, we are going to build him a house that is 
made for him. He's having trouble right now. Obviously, over 80 surgeries, was shot in a firefight, was serving our country, got hit by an IED, suffers from PTSD. So what we're going to do tomorrow, put him on, and then we're going to sell this stuff. And you're going to love to have it, but just know we don't keep a single penny of it. And we're going to build this hero a home. So just appreciate you. And thank you for the call, Lauren. That's, that's really nice of you to call and fight through the busy signals and get on here. So here's what I read yesterday. And it's about COVID. Eddie had COVID. Yes. Do you feel effects of COVID still? I mean, I feel things that I didn't really feel before I had COVID, so I'm associated with them with COVID. Like, I'm thinking I feel this way because I got COVID. Do you worry that there still isn't enough research to know really what it does long term? Because that would scare the crap out of me. Absolutely. Yes. You do worry. About I worry about that. Yes. I mean, we we were we so rushed on when this was happening. So all the information we have was really quick. Who knows what's going to happen to our bodies in like 10 years. As researchers work to learn more about COVID-19, a new study suggests, first of all, that brain fog can persist and even worsen months and months after. Do you feel any sort of brain fog at all? So you asked me this like a couple months ago and I said no. Now I definitely feel like every two days is a different day for me. Like, and I do feel more brain fog than I did. People have trouble problem solving. No. Okay there? No, I'm good. Or they get in the car and forget why they're supposed to be in the car, where they're going? (laughs) No, not yet. The researchers compared long hauler complaints, which is what you are now, with something called chronic fatigue syndrome. Okay. Do you feel like any of that is happening? Some days. Some days I just wake up and I feel really tired and it has nothing to do with sleep. I try to keep a a consistent pattern with sleep. I don't know. Some days I feel more tired than others. Now, you're also 42. Right. So, again, yeah. it could be my age. And you don't have all your smell or taste back or what? No, nah, I never lost my taste, so that was never a problem. My smell, though, I would say about 80% back. So I may have lost 20% of my my smell. Isn't it crazy that Kirk, Her- Kirk Herbstreet still doesn't have his taste or smell? Crazy. Yeah, I can't believe it. He got it in the winter of last year. Still doesn't have either his taste or smell back? Yeah. That is – that I, I can't <sighs> even imagine that. Like you're just chewing, swallowing because you have to stay alive. Not because something tastes good. <laughs> it's crazy. And it doesn't matter what it is. Crazy. Uh, why don't we do this one here? A woman in Las Vegas broke a world record by using her powerful thighs to crush three watermelons in what? less than eight seconds. That's dangerous. Could anyone on the show crush one watermelon? With their legs? With their thighs. Yeah. So she had eight seconds. One, yeah. two, three, four. Like she's basically riding a bull. It's <laughs> crazy. No, not and me. She's crushing three watermelons. Amy, I can't. I do not think so. I got a hundred bucks to anybody who can. Oh, give me a watermelon. You're not worried you'll rip your groin out? Yeah, that's going to cause a lot of strain in that area. I got a hundred bucks to anybody. I think the only person who can do it is Ray. He's squatty and muscular. Yeah! Okay, okay. No, I'm a baseball player. We're known for our thighs, so I mean, but it, <laughs> Munchbox is a First soccer all, player. Though. When's the last time you played baseball? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. At birth, we were playing all the time. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It no, sticks when's with the you. Last time. He just always he was born a baseball player, Bobby. Okay, so and go, you have, you're known for thighs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, super powerful. They can almost lift as much as my shoulders could. I mean, when I'm on in the weight room. So. I mean, I used to have a Suzanne Summers thigh master. <laughs> oh. So what's the deal? Hundred bucks? Do you want to try it or no? Are, are we able to negotiate, or is that the set price? I don't care. It's not that good of a yeah, bit for me to negotiate up. One hundred and fifty. Right. I'm be done. A- I'm out. No, no melon. There you go. <laughs> All you gotta do is squeeze your legs together. There's your negotiation. The end. No melon. All right, I'll do a hundred. No, no, fifty. <laughs> nice. No, I just I don't even care anymore. You want it for fifty bucks? Do we have a melon here? We'll get one for tomorrow. Okay. Do you want fifty bucks? Is my offer seventy five? Deal. 
Okay. okay. Wow, guys. We just watched. <laughs> we just There's watched the Wow. Yeah. <laughs> that was terrible, Ray. Lunchbox, do you want to shop for a hundred? Oh yeah, I'm in for a hundred. Okay. Yeah, I'm not trying to mess around. Ray, it, it's just not. Ray worth just lost it. twenty-five bucks. Like an idiot. What an idiot. <laughs> So dumb. I'm proud of him for coming back with 75 because I was about, if it was me, I'd be like, okay, fine, 50. Uh, Craig in South Carolina, you're on the show. Craig, how are you? What's going on? I'm doing well, thank you. Morning, guys. Morning. Morning. I just wanted to ask Amy if there was an update about the kitten that she was trying to adopt, if it was a fraud or if she heard any more news. Yeah, that's a good question. I wondered the same thing, but I don't know if it's like a trigger thing because... Amy tried to buy this specific cat for her daughter. They said, send us a deposit. They got the deposit. Then they were like, oh, sorry, there's no cat. It died. Yeah. Our, the, our cat that we were promised died. So, yes, we sent the deposit, I think, back in February or something. <laughs> and you didn't get the deposit back even when the cat happened to pass away. No. They did let us know, but we had to reach out. And then when we reached out to say, why, do you, why are you just now letting us know that the cat died? Because they said it died a couple weeks ago when at the time of them contacting us. And they were like, well, because it's just so sad. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, good answer. What so, if doctors did that with humans? <laughs> we didn't let you know. Well, why not? I mean, come on, you got to be honest. It's so sad, right? Yeah, what would you have done? I'm like, yeah, it's my cousin, of course. Yeah, it's just so sad. So, you know, that's where we are with that. Still no deposit back, still no kitten. I've kind of moved on. For sure really. you got scammed, though. Uh, yeah. I mean, I would say it's safe. I'm still holding out hope that maybe it's somewhere in the mail or they're going to call back and be like, we had another litter. Take your pick. But I have no idea. Check a couple voicemails real quick. This is voicemail number one we got from Josh in southern Indiana. I was hearing you about the chocolate-covered cicadas, and we are up here grabbing them and frying them up and eating them and surprisingly they are excellent so i have not tried the chocolate covered but the fried ones are very good what the not up bad. where just grabbing them <laughs> He's in uh, southern indiana oh, okay. oh. hey oh scuba steve did the chocolate covered cicadas happen to come in yesterday afternoon or this morning they have not i talked to the lady who runs it it almost sounds like you ever seen i love lucy where she's making those pies and they're just rip, ripping through and she can't keep, catch up cool reference yeah <laughs> i have i have yeah, yeah. Say, yeah. I mean, yeah. we all have but i'm like <laughs> hey that's how you know we're young and hip <laughs> We're making I Love Lucy references here. Right. I just watched it at Nick at Night as a kid. But anyways, yeah, so she, she is way above her head on orders. And then with the hot weather, it's it's pushing things back. So I think, unfortunately, it's probably going to be another five business days before we get oh them. Oh, my Whoa. goodness. Yeah. Too bad and then, for us. And then I asked for the expedited shipping, and she hasn't got back about that. So it's Does she also have cats that she's... <laughs> yeah. Sounds like it. Sounds like it's the same person. Yeah. Hey, if it's a Balinese kitten, I'll take it. Yeah. Um, thank you, Josh, for that call. Let's do one more voicemail here. Hi, Bobby Jones. I just watched two of your episodes of the show you have on, and I have to tell you, it's one of the best shows I've ever seen. Sure appreciate it. Wow. I appreciate that. That's nice. I went and did what I was nervous to do is I went to Rotten Tomatoes and looked, oh, up, no. and looked up the score for Breaking Bobby Bones. And I was nervous because we quote Rotten Tomatoes for everything. Because it's just a, you know. A, it's a, a good way to gauge. It's a gathering of mm-hmm. a lot of different mm-hmm. people's opinions. And I was like, man, this is going to destroy me if it's not good. So the results are in. Breaking Bobby Bones has a 92%. Oh, wow. wow. That's awesome. 
That's on, great. How do we, can we vote on no, Rotten Tomatoes? I, I don't think it's a vote. I think it should be a critic. I don't know. Oh, oh I know it has a, it has a critic yeah, one and an audience. audience. Mike knows this. Mike is a movie Mike. What is it? Yeah, audience can vote and you can make that rating. Well, you, let's go. Yeah. How do we get people over there to do that? Uh, you can just, I think you have to get a Rotten Tomatoes account oh. and then oh. submit it. <laughs> and then, oh. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, the critic score, you have to be a critic to apply to that one. Well, if you can't, this would be the funniest thing ever if we just made it like 99%. Yeah. Made it higher than any TV show ever. <laughs> Wouldn't that be the ultimate prank? That'd be the best. Is to make Breaking Bobby Bones the highest rated show ever. Um, it has a five-star rating on Amazon. Oh, which, nice. Which is cool. I have an Amazon account. I can go review. And, and you can buy the episodes there if you guys want to see it there. It has a 90% rating on Google. So right now I'm on the honor roll, which is pretty good. Was 90 or 93 an A for you? Uh, 90's an A. I mean, it's an A minus, but still an A. Yeah. Yeah. It was never 93. I think I was, we, had, we were 93 for most was, of my life. Was 90 a B? For, well, if 93 was the A. Well, I didn't know if you had some weird letter in between. Oh, uh, like A, B? <laughs> I, I don't know, because that doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, I know. But we changed my senior year to just 90 and above, but 93 was an A mm-hmm. for most of the time. You? No, no, no. It was 90, it was 90. A. It makes sense. It should just be that, that, that much easier. Mike D said someone set up a Rotten Tomatoes account and gave me a half a one star as soon as we did that bit. Uh, That's ridiculous. No. Yes, as soon as we did that bit. Hmm. So, well, now we have to pull off the ultimate prank ever, and everybody set up a Rotten Tomatoes account and give it five stars just as a prank. Yeah. It's super easy to do, Well, too. obviously, if someone just did it. <laughs> it's super easy to set up a Rotten Tomatoes account. You can do it with your Facebook account. Really? Yep. Just What do you do? Like one click. You just register. Oh. Well, let's go, B-Team. Oh, yeah. yeah. Come on. Sign up with Facebook. Click here. Click, oh, continue, okay. Now go get Breaking Bobby Bones five stars. This will be All our right. little inside joke. See, do people have it out for me? All I do is come in here, try to give a good show. I don't ask for much. Bunch of wise guys. <laughs> oh, wow, look at me. I'm a member now. Five, give it I'm going to start stars. rating everything. All right, top three songs of country music. Here we go. Number three, Chris Young, Kane Brown, Famous Friends. I've got some famous friends you probably Number two, Dirks Bentley, Gone. I've been gone. And number one, Luke Combs, Forever After All. They say nothing lasts forever, but they ain't He will be on the show Friday. Big show Friday because Luke Combs will be on. Zach Brown will be on. On Monday's show, Chase Beckham, who won American Idol, will be on. So a uh, good couple days there. Uh, the number one pop song for the fourth week in a row is Justin Bieber, Peaches. I got my peaches out in Georgia. Oh, yeah. I get my from California. That's that. I saw that Jeff Bezos is going to space on his own little company. Yeah. Which, by the way, I guess he's just bored. That's when you're a billionaire, you have, you've done everything, you have everything, and it's like, what can I do next? And so he, on his Instagram, was like, I'm going to space with my own little space crew. And so here we go. Jeff Bezos is going to blast off into space. The Amazon founder announced Monday, yesterday, that he and his brother Mark will be the first people launched into space aboard a rocket Built by a space flight company, Blue Origin. If it were me, I would just build a green screen. Mm. <laughs> Fake the whole thing. Fake the whole thing. <laughs> then go back to my island and, you know, have some cantaloupe and call it a day. But the 57-year-old billionaire broke news on Instagram. Here is a clip of his video. You see the Earth from space. And it changes you. It changes your relationship with this planet, with humanity. It's one Earth. I want to go on this flight because it's a thing I've wanted to do all my life. It's an adventure. It's a big deal for me. Wow. He's going to die. 
Oh, boy. Oh, don't say that. That's what I would think. I would think, oh, well, I'm going to die. Can you get a life insurance on a dude that rich? Like, is that Why would possible? he need insurance? He's got enough money. Yeah. He doesn't need life insurance. Yeah. His yeah. life insurance is his bank account. Good call. On July 20th, Jeff and his brother Mark will fly to the edge of space just high enough to get a great look at Earth before parachuting down and landing somewhere in West Texas. Eh, eh, pass. Yeah. Man. I, listen, I love West Texas too. Eh, eh, pass. But isn't that fascinating that they can have all that targeted out? Like they know exactly where they're going to go and they can figure out exactly where they're going to fall and land. It's so crazy to me. And they won't be entirely alone. They will be joined by the winning bidder of an online auction. Oh, man, of course. Is this the new thing? Lunchbox? Which currently has a high bid of $2.8 million. Oh, okay. No, not Lunchbox. <laughs> Wild. The people. Everyone has, like, their own itches they need to scratch, right? And for people that love, like, crazy adventure, like, I don't get it. I don't like adventure. As someone who has to do adventure now for part of my career, I hate it. And then to go to space, that's, like, super adventure. Pass. But I feel like with him, it's like everything is not enough. I don't like flying in an airplane. If I hit turbulence, I'm going, well, this is it. <laughs> Good night, everybody. I love you all. I'm texting friends. You're the greatest thing ever to me. Like, I hate it. But not them. They're going to space. Good for Jeff. Because I'm sure this is, he'll go to space and they'll go, oh, we learned some stuff. We can go even higher now. And it will create yep. great for civilization and mankind eventually, what they're doing. It's basically his company competing against Elon Musk's company. And they're seeing who's. Uh, who the billionaire is, it's got the bigger wang, mm-hmm. right? That's what they're doing. They're they're having a contest. Bigger what? Wang. Oh, <laughs> yes. yes. But it will cre- competition between the two will have just create a better product for us if we ever want to take a ride to Mars. Yeah, it's like back in the day, Russia pushed America, like or, or we pushed Russia along. However, you want to look at it, like to get what to the moon. And the Russians. Arr. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, Jeff, would anyone want to go to, if Jeff Bezos called and was on the phone right now, I was like, hello, it's me, Jeff Bezos, and said, anyone on your show can go to space, would anyone raise their hand and go, Morgan, you would? Yeah, you're immediately. Out your, you're oh, out of no. your mind. Nope. You're I ha- love space. I don't know. Oh, would you I, want, just... I love space, too, but I like watching from my couch. Yeah, but, like, you got to go explore and adventure the world. But and if the, you get that opportunity, that's, that's so the, cool. That's out of the world. Universe. Good for, listen, good for you. For me, it, that, that ain't it. I guess they are going right up to where the... So will they even... Because they're, they're going to float back down, so they won't even get to where it's really... Yeah, they will. They'll yeah. get to see Earth with the little white line around it. Yeah. I don't know enough about it. <laughs> I don't know enough about... Like, they're not going to float around. Morgan, what's the movie you watched on Netflix that you said was so good, but also, quote, wrecked you? Uh, it's called Two Hearts. Like, two and then hearts. And it's about organ donation, and it's based on this true story with real actors and stuff. And I don't want to give too much away because it really is a movie everybody should watch. If you're an organ donor, like, you will totally die on the inside because it's so good. Do I want to die on the inside? Yeah, I don't really want to die either that sounds on the inside. Intense. Like, we never, you've never seen a movie really about organ donation. That's a new concept. You ever see Face Off with my, uh, John Travolta? Yeah, no, that was different. <laughs> Is that organ donation? Well, your skin, your face, they cut their faces... <laughs> You remember that back in the day? Yeah, yeah. It's so good. But this is not that. No, it's it's a war, like a heartwarming stormy, but but very sad. Like you'll definitely cry, and it and it has twists and turns that you don't really see coming. And do not watch it in public. I watched it on an airplane, and it was the worst idea I ever had. The audience score for Rotten Tomatoes is eighty-seven percent, which is good. The critic score is seventeen percent. Oh, Whoa. that's bad. Oh. I mean, I'll say like that. I believe acting- the audience score anyway. I'm an audience score guy. The acting at moments is a little cheesy, but like the concept behind it just hasn't been done. And it is a true story. So you hear about these people after 
the film's over. So, like, if someone is not an organ donor, do you think they would watch that and instantly change their mind? I think they would definitely think about it. I'm an organ donor. I am. I am. We all are organ yes. donors. Yeah. It's almost like, why wouldn't you be? Right. You don't need that stuff. Mm-hmm. Unless they figure out how to. I, I've kept just enough that they can plug back together and <laughs> recreate me. Uh, hey, Mike, pull up the Rotten Tomatoes page of, of Breaking Bobby Bones. See if our listeners have jumped on at all. Somebody has decided. Oh, now people are killing the rating. What do you mean? It's going down? Yeah. Now people are. are this is a reverse effect? It's, yeah. I knew that would happen. Rude. Dang it. (gasps) Rude. I went went in and I was like, oh, wow, we got 92%. And then people started to go and and bust on it. So you can set up a Rotten Tomatoes account through Facebook and we can try to lift the score back up. I need to get the B team on it. Yeah, Amy, call on the B team. Put up the signal. Put up the big B signal in the air. I just got an account. I'm about to raise it back up. Oh, my goodness. See? Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Greenville, Ohio. A 70-year-old man has been busted as he was a serial pooper in his neighbor's yards. He would go on walks, and if he knew they were Democrats, he would pull down his pants and relieve himself in their front yard. Oh, my gosh. Mostly I know what to say. I don't either. Mostly I have, like, a comment. (laughs) Not here. Well, it's just... (laughs) What the world? I just wonder why in his head, or where that comes from. Like, well, I disagree with them, so I think I'll go and... Use the bathroom in their yard. And everybody has a ring camera, or a lot of folks do. It's becoming, you know, extremely common these days. You know you're going to get caught if you do it to enough yards. So how did did they say how they caught him? Uh, Someone, the neighbor started talking, and at 3.15 a.m., someone caught him on a camera. 3.15 a.m.? Yeah, he would wait till the middle of the night. Of course. (laughs) Yeah. How does he go on demand too? That's I mean, he probably he probably wake up. He waits till he has to go. <laughs> yeah, he probably wake up and go. Jeez. All right, I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. <laughs> Let's talk to Rylan in Missouri. Rylan, what's going on? Hi. How are you today? I'm good. Well, thank you very much for calling. What do you want to say? Um. So I have a story. Okay. Every year, my school does a talent show. I've been in every year so far. How? What grade are you in? I'm in fourth. Okay. This year, well, last year, I decided to do your song, When I Grow Up. Oh, Eddie and I have a song by the Raging Idiots called, When I Grow Up, 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 I Can Be Whatever I Want, Want, Want. Yeah, yeah. So you, how'd that go? Uh, Good. <laughs> yeah, and? We changed it up a little bit so my family could all be in it. We added in some instruments. Oh, like family band played? Yeah, kind of. Or can I? Do you have a clip of this? How do I hear this? We can send it to you. Okay, send it to me. I thought her whole family was around her right now <laughs> with instruments. And they were just going to go into it. Well, did you win the competition? Uh, it's not really a. I got. I couldn't compete because I had parents in it. Oh. So. Oh. Well, appreciate that story. Thank you for sharing it with me. Yeah, I really love your show. Uh, thank you. We, and this show loves you too. Do you have a favorite new Raging Idiot song? Um, I really like all of them. I like I bought a Jeep, yeah, a Chick-fil-A, Starbucks. Oh yeah, it's a good one. All the hits. Yeah, yeah, all the hits. Basically, <laughs> a greatest hits. You're basically a raging idiot stand, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that call. Thank you very much. Hope you have an awesome day. And and why, why are you not in school right now? Um, it's summer vacation. Duh. Come on, wow. bro. Oh, I'm such an id. <laughs> all right. Hey, Rylan. Well, it's good to talk to you. Hope you have an awesome day. Okay, you too. All right, bye-bye. 
Apple is paying millions of dollars to a 21-year-old student in California after iPhone repair techs posted explicit images from her phone. What? How now, did the- that's a situation that you really can't control. You have to give them your phone. Yeah, and they have they, said, they have I full guess access they to it. Even have access to your cloud. The unnamed student took her iPhone to a repair center operated by an Apple contractor after the phone stopped working. A total of 10 photos of the student in various stages of undress and a video was posted to Facebook by the text without the student's knowledge or consent, making it seem like she had posted them herself. The employees were fired. That is from Daily Mail. I mean, that is... in the world? Yeah, that is such a a bad situation. Listen, if I took my phone in right now, and said, please fix it. I would just trust they wouldn't go through all my crap. Not that I really, I don't have any nudies. But who knows what information I have in a file. What kind of passwords I have saved on my phone. What kind, like you're, you're almost giving them too. It's almost like you wish you could lock everything up except for yeah, like what they to need to get into. to get into here. Mm-hmm. They should invent that. Like they should go, okay, I need to get into this section of the phone. Um, I need a password to get into this section. Like all your phones should be locked. Whenever you, there's like a feature, lock all the phone. And you take it in the store, you drop it off. You're like, okay. Like, well, I need to get into the settings part of it. Okay, well, here's, here's the code, 6969. <laughs> <laughs> well, now we know your code. <laughs> well, no, that's not my code. Uh, but, yeah, that, that and it, that's really unfortunate for that girl. Yeah, it's almost like you have to drop your phone off but sit by them the whole time while they're fixing it. <laughs> and even then, you probably wouldn't know. They probably have some invisible system. Right. Where they can steal pictures invisibly. <laughs> you guys have a great day, and we will see you on Wednesday. Bye, everybody. The Bobby Bone Show.